Good morning and welcome back everybody. I'm your host evangelist Taylor Michael and today I'm going to teach you the mysteries behind spiritual gifts. I want somebody to type in the comments right now. I love spiritual gifts. You have to have a desire for God's spiritual gifts in order for them to be activated in your life. If you stick around to the end of this live stream, you're going to learn the secrets and mysteries behind the gifts of the Spirit. Did you know that God has supernatural gifts that He actually wants you to operate in? God never intended for you to live this life without supernatural power. When you hunger and thirst for the gifts of the Spirit, God shows Himself strong on your behalf. These gifts of the Spirit make you the body of Christ on the earth. Jesus said, it's better for me to go away to his disciples than for me to stay. He said, because when I go, I can send the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Ghost comes to you, he'll then give you the power to do the same works that I do and even greater works than these. Somebody type in the comments, I will do great works for Jesus. I'm going to teach you the supernatural mysteries of the gifts of the Spirit today and how you can start operating in them right after this live stream. Give this video a thumbs up, share it with two or three people, and let's get right into it. Go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. This is one of my favorite topics to teach on. I love the gifts of the Spirit. God's spiritual gifts make the Christian life one of power. One of power. Paul wrote to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He said, I did not come to you in mere words of man's wisdom or eloquent speech. He said, but I came in the demonstration of the Holy Spirit and power. There's power in the demonstration of God's spiritual gifts. These gifts of the Spirit are the power of God that are put on display to win the world to Christ. John chapter 2, verse 23, I believe. It says, And many believed on him, seeing the signs that he did. Jesus' ministry brought many people to salvation on the earth because they saw the signs that he did. Many people believed he was the Son of God because they saw the signs that he did. And in Mark chapter 16, he said, I will be with you even to the end of the age. And he said, Go. Do the Great Commission, lay your hands on the sick and they will recover. Speak out in other tongues. If you drink any deadly poison, it will not harm you. If you pick up serpents, they will not harm you. And these signs will follow them that believe, the Bible says. These supernatural signs. The whole Bible is a book of signs and tokens. God showing his people that he's with us. That he's made a covenant with us. That he's confirmed his word and he's not a man that he should lie. In the Old Testament, he told Noah, I will put a rainbow in the clouds and it will be a sign to me not to destroy the earth again by water. So the gifts of the Spirit are a sign that God is with a man. That God is with a woman. That God is present and God is showing himself strong on our behalf. Today, by the end of this live stream... God is going to show up strong in your life. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 
starting in verse 1. Paul wrote, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. I do not want you to be ignorant. So the first thing Paul said is, I do not want the church to be ignorant of the gifts of the Spirit. Most churches are totally ignorant to the gifts of the Spirit. If you said, hey, what are the gifts of the Spirit? They wouldn't be able to tell you all nine gifts, let alone be able to tell you how they work, how they operate. But today, that's what this live stream is for. So that you'll never have to spend another day ignorant of the gifts of the Spirit. Verse 2. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So how do you test the spirits? How do you see if somebody's operating under the power of the Holy Spirit? Versus the power of demonic spirit. The Bible says if they confess Jesus as their Lord and as Savior, they are operating by the Holy Ghost. Verse 4. There are various gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. There are various operations, but it is the same God who operates all of them in all people. I want you to write this down right now. Various gifts, differences, administrations, and operations. So there's various gifts, there's various differences, there's various administrations, and there's various operations. Meaning that there's different types of gifts of healings, there's different types of gifts of faith, there's different types of gifts of working of miracles. There's different operations, different administrations. There's a variety, but when these manifestations come forth, we know that they are all operating by the Holy Ghost. Verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone for the common good. The manifestation of God's Holy Spirit gifts are given for the common good. So that people would believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. So that we're not powerless in this life as the church. Jesus is the head. He made us his body. His body is still at work in the earth. When we operate in the power and demonstration of God's spirit, we become the hands and feet of Jesus in the earth. Verse 8. Here they are. These are nine gifts of the spirit. I want you to type this in the comments. Nine gifts of of the Holy Spirit. Other translations say nine manifestations of the Holy Spirit. These are the nine ways that we see the Holy Ghost manifest himself in power. Verse 8. To one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. Well, Cassidy, I'm glad you're on here. Stick around. You'll be set free. I'll pray for people at the end. And you'll receive a touch from heaven. There's nine gifts of the Spirit. To one is given the word of wisdom. So that's number one. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of tongues. 
But that one and very same Spirit works all of these, dividing to each one individually as He will. So these gifts of the Spirit are distributed amongst believers as the Holy Spirit wills. Nine total gifts, three category of gifts. I'm going to give you these three categories that the nine spiritual gifts function in. Number one, the revelation gifts. Good morning, AJ. Man, we got a bunch of people on. AJ, Amber, Sherilyn. I saw Mercy on here. Alicia. I love you all. Continue to like this broadcast and share it with people. The first category I'm going to cover is the revelation gifts. This is the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. These are revelation gifts. These are God's mind at operation in the mind of a man or a woman. God revealing supernatural wisdom, revealing supernatural knowledge, and the discerning of spirits to an individual. Good morning, Caleb. You're welcome. I love you. These are the revelation gifts. The working of a word of wisdom is always future tense. So in the Old Testament, when the prophets were writing the, pro the prophecies that Jesus would fulfill, all 363 of them in his lifetime, they were operating by the word of wisdom. This is God's wisdom of the future deposited in a man. Number two, word of knowledge. Word of knowledge is God's supernatural knowledge for past, present, or future tense. Jorge, thank you for your giving. Man, Jorge's a great... We've already had a bunch of people giving through Super Chat. God bless you, Jorge. People that give through Super Chat during the broadcast, I, I like to give you shout-outs because you're a big help. We're very thankful for your generosity to this ministry. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge. Word of knowledge is God's supernatural knowledge and operation, past, present, or future tense. <laughs> Amber said you're going fast today. I know, I, I got a lot of information I got to cram in here. You know what? That's a good point, Amber. I'll slow it down. Maybe I'll turn this into a series. I'll, I'll stretch this out throughout the week because this is this is too deep of a topic to cover in 30 minutes. I can't. This could take me 30 months, honestly. All right. Today, we'll just cover revelation gifts. I'll tell you all the nine gifts and explain to you quickly how they work, but I'm just going to teach you how the revelation gifts work today. Tomorrow, I'll get into uh, the power gifts and then the vocal gifts. So the revelation gifts. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the discerning of spirits. Next is the vocal gifts. Somebody type in the comments, the vocal gifts. The vocal gifts are prophecy, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Power gifts is next. Somebody type power gifts. 
Revelation gifts, vocal gifts, power gifts. The power gifts are the gift of supernatural faith, the working of miracles, and gifts, plurally, gifts, multiple gifts of healing, healings. Those are the three power gifts. Faith, working of miracles, gifts of healings. Today I'm going to cover the revelation gifts. These gifts are very powerful gifts. The whole book, the whole Bible is written by the revelation gifts. About accounts of other gifts as well. The word of wisdom. Word of wisdom is God's wisdom for a future event. For example, Smith Wigglesworth, Kenneth Hagin, Catherine Kuhlman, Lester Summerall, William Branham, and many others. In the last 100 years, William Seymour and others all prophesied that they saw the same vision. God gave them supernatural wisdom of what is to come in America and in the entire planet in the form of a revival. That the greatest move of God is going to move in this generation before the Lord Jesus comes back. Thanks, Brooke. I appreciate it. Lester Summerall said there were going to be a few things that happen before this great revival takes place. There were seven things specifically. A few of them mentioned that you're going to see a crazy outbreak in, in children, young people, being totally disrespectful and unable, unruly, unable to be contained by any authority. He said homosexuality is going to run rampant in America, even bestiality. Same-sex marriage is going to be a thing that they push tremendously. William Branham said he saw China trying to invade America. And all these different things. These are all the word of wisdom in operation. Brother Hagen said by the Holy Ghost that in the last days, it will seem like people just got born again and then overnight they matured spiritually. Well, I can attest to that. I got saved five years ago. I got filled with the Holy Ghost three years ago. And God has done a very quick work in my life. I, I honestly don't even like to say that sometimes because people, they get weird about it. God has done a very quick work in my life. In five short years. Just like Brother Hagen prophesied. By the word of wisdom. Next. The word of knowledge. I've operated in this gift. And I'll give you an example in the Bible. Jesus, when he encountered the woman at the well. As he was speaking to the woman at the well, he said, where is your husband? She said, I do not have a husband. He said, you're right. You don't have a husband. In fact, you've had five husbands and the man that you're with now is not your husband. That is the word of knowledge. And I'm going to teach you how these gifts work. The gifts of the spirit work kind of like headlights on a car the further you drive the more you see so jesus was in proximity of the woman at the well he asked her a question and as he asked her that question in the spirit it was revealed to him 
that she had five husbands and the man that she was with now was not her husband. The word of knowledge, from my experience, always works in proximity. When you are close to somebody, proximity creates a word of knowledge. That's when the Holy Ghost manifests the word of knowledge, proximity. For example, Nathaniel came and met Jesus. Jesus, by the word of knowledge, said, Ah, oh, man in whom there is no guile nor deceit. He said, How do you know you? Or how do you know me? He said, I saw you under the fig tree. That was a word of knowledge. So as he said, he saw a word of knowledge, he received a word of knowledge, a vision about Nathaniel in the moment, in proximity. And then the discerning of spirits. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge. The discerning of spirits. Before I get into the discerning of spirits, I'll tell you an example I had of the operation of the word of knowledge in my life. There was a time when I was praying in my apartment and my buddy called me. I used to do a lot of personal training. And he said, uh, hey, I got this guy who wants to learn how to put on some weight for baseball. This is in college. He said, can I bring him over and you can tell him some supplements to get on, help him out with like a workout routine and stuff. I said, yeah, sure, go ahead, bring him over. And I've never met this guy before in my life. But as he walked through my door into my apartment, he had a Mountain Dew can, a big old backpack on, he, just a typical college guy. As he walked through my door into my apartment, I suddenly had downloads of supernatural knowledge into me, and I knew things about his life even though I had never met him before. So, for example, the moment he walked through my apartment, I knew that he was an alcoholic, that he had depression, he had anxiety, his dad was an alcoholic, and he was worried that he was going down the same path that his dad took in life. And he was scared that he, he didn't know how to break out of that. And as I'm sitting there, it was like it just it, it bursted out of me. His name was Lane, and I don't, I don't know where he's at today. I hope he's serving the Lord. But it just busted out of me. I'd never, I'd never met him before in my life. I said, hey, bro, I don't know what your relationship with God is like. But this is what he just told me about you. I said, he told me that you struggle with alcoholism. Your dad struggled with alcoholism. You have anxiety. You have depression. And you're worried that you're taking the same path your father took in life. And when I said that, his eyes filled with tears. And he picked up his Mountain Dew can. He said, this is not Mountain Dew. He said, this is straight vodka. I've been drinking straight vodka for two weeks now because they just released me out of the hospital from having such bad anxiety that it gives me panic attacks. And the only way that I can calm myself down is by drinking vodka. He said, in fact, I was actually in the hospital for six months because I was so depressed that my internal organs were attacking my body and killing me from the inside out. And he said, I'm terrified because my dad's an alcoholic and it's the reason my parents got divorced and I don't want to go down the same path he took. Word for word, exactly what the Lord told me was exactly what he told me. And I prayed for him. The next night he came to my apartment, pounded on my door, busted in, had a whole backpack full of alcohol and dumped it all down the drain and rededicated his life to the Lord. So that is the working of the word of knowledge. Next, the, the discerning of spirits. We're in 1 Corinthians 12 for people that are just now joining us. The mysteries of the gifts of the Spirit. Today I'm covering 
the revelation gifts. The word of wisdom, word of knowledge. Now, number three, the discerning of spirits. This is supernatural knowledge given to you by God to discern whether a spirit is of God or of the devil. There's two layers of this. You discern human spirits. I guess you could do three. Human spirits, angelic spirits, and demonic spirits. Somebody type in the comments, the discerning of spirits. Remember, in 1 John it says, test the spirits. It's important to have the discerning of spirits in operation in your life and in your ministry. It will save you a lot of trouble. One third of Jesus' ministry was dealing with demonic spirits. Go to Luke chapter 13 with me. Luke chapter 13. Verse 10, he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity. Somebody type in the comments, spirit of infirmity. Jesus was operating in the discerning of spirits. He saw a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years and was bent over and could not straighten herself. When Jesus saw her, he called her and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. Then he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. So oftentimes, the gifts of the Spirit work together. By the discerning of spirits, he saw that she had a spirit of infirmity and laid hands on her as she received the gift of healing. The discerning of spirits revealed it was a spirit, and as he laid hands on her, she was healed. So the gifts of the spirit will work together oftentimes. But the discerning of spirits allows you to recognize whether somebody is dealing with a spirit or they're just dealing with a health issue. And you'll be able to identify what spirit is influencing people. Here's the thing. Many people don't understand or they're not, they're not spiritual enough to realize that we humans are constantly under the influence of spirits, whether we know it or not. Now you can either be under the influence of the Holy Spirit and angelic spirits or you're under the influence of the spirit of this world. Now unless you're spiritually minded and you know that, you have revelation on that, people are running around under the influence of wicked spirits on a constant basis. So when you have the gift of the discerning of spirits in operation, you can identify, oh, that's a lying spirit, and you cast it out. I'll tell you a good story. And then I'm going to pray for people for impartation for the gifts of the spirit to be in operation in your life today. So if that's you and you want to experience the gifts and the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to pray for you today, and you're going to receive exactly what you're believing for. 
There's a great man of God by the name of A.A. Allen, an evangelist who had amazing signs and wonders and miracles in his meetings. A.A. Allen raised up another great evangelist. His name was um, Reverend Shambach. Well, Shambach, <laughs> that's right, Amber. Shambach, being raised up under A.A. Allen's ministry, would deal with the overflow tent at his evangelistic crusades oftentimes. And they had a tent for deliverance. So people would get delivered of evil spirits and they'd put them in a separate tent because oftentimes people would bring uh, mental patients from insane asylums and people that were extremely demonized that were they would distract the whole meeting and cause everybody else to, to not put their focus on the word. And so R.W. Shambach was responsible for dealing with the overflow tent where a lot of the deliverance happened. Well, he had never cast the devil out before meeting A.A. Allen. And A.A. Allen was getting ready to go preach at the big tent, <laughs> big tent with like 10,000 people there. And, uh, as he's getting ready to go up, somebody brings this guy in who's just, he's got supernatural strength. He's like throwing grown men and uh, he's speaking out in other voices and extremely demonized, like something you'd see in a, in a movie. And A.A. Allen looks at R.W. Shambach and he says, hey, if I stay with this guy all night, I'm not going to make it to the big tent. You got to handle this, cast the demons out of this guy. And I'm going to go deal with the big tent and get all these people healed and stuff. But th this guy's yours. Take him over to the deliverance tent and you can handle him. And he said, oh, okay, well, praise the Lord. Yes, sir. He takes him over to the little tent where deliverance is happening. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I command you to come out of him now in Jesus' name. And he said that multiple voices spoke back to him and said, we're not leaving. And R.W. Shambach said, oh my gosh, they said we. And he was terrified because he had never cast the demon out before. He was like, wow. Anyway, after like two hours or so of casting these demons out of this guy, finally, the last spirit speaks out and he says, okay, we're all gone. And Shambach said, I knew that was a lion spirit, so I cast that out of him too. <laughs> okay, we're all gone. Come out of him, you lion spirit. They cast the spirit out of them. The discerning of spirits allows you to identify evil spirits that are in operation and deal with them. If you don't have the discerning of spirits, then you can't identify what you're working with. If somebody just has a back injury and you're trying to cast the spirit of infirmity out of their back, they won't get healed. And if somebody has a spirit of infirmity and you're just trying to pray for them to be healed, they won't be healed. You have to deal with spirits by the discerning of spirits. So the three revelation gifts are three of the most powerful gifts. All nine of these gifts are extremely powerful. But the revelation gifts reveal to you the supernatural wisdom, knowledge, and discernment of God. Hallelujah. I want to read one more thing to you and then I'm going to pray for people to receive impartation of the gifts of the Spirit today. So stick around to the end with me. And I know it looks like we got a lot of act or stuff going on, activity in the comments. 
If I don't see your comment and I don't respond to it, it's not because I'm being rude. I promise. There, there are some, there are some comments that I'm not gonna waste my time answering. And if that offends you, then you can leave. Just know that I love you. But I can't. I'm not gonna get to everybody's comments all the time. But I do do my best to answer you. Uh, if you're coherent and you don't eat crayons, Amen. All right, Malachi chapter three. Verse 8, I want to reveal to you a supernatural secret that will change your life, the entire course and direction of your life. Now, it's great if you have the operation of the gifts of spirit in your life, if you're operating in the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom, that's awesome. But if you don't have finances in your life, if you can't pay your bills, if you can't feed yourself, if you can't feed your family, if you can't support other ministries financially, then you won't get very far in life or in the ministry. Somebody type this in the comments. People like the crayons joke. Type this in the comments. I need finances to do what God has called me to do. A lot of people don't like that I teach about money on this channel. Well, it's the only way to fully accomplish what God has called you to do. You have to know how to receive God's generosity. So if I just teach you about spiritual gifts and I don't teach you what the Bible says about finances, then you'll just be a broke wannabe minister your whole life. But if I teach you how to prosper financially, you'll be able to build a ministry and do great things for God that he's called you to do. And I believe that's what people come to this channel for, to get the full teaching and counsel of God's word. And I get testimonies all the time from people that say, thank you for teaching what the Bible says about money. It's changed my life. I know what it's like to not be able to pay my bills. Now I know what it's like to have enough money to pay for other people's bills. And I would choose where I'm at now over where I used to be any day of the week. <laughs> so let me teach you really quick a supernatural secret about finances that will guarantee you're never broke again in your life. Malachi chapter 3 starting in verse 8. Listen to this. Will a man rob God or defraud God? Yet you rob and defraud me. But you say, in what way do we rob and defraud you? You have withheld your tithes and offerings. Somebody type in the comments, tithes and offerings. Tithes and offerings. Verse 9, you are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes, the whole tenth of your income, into my house that there may be food in my house and prove me now by this says the lord of hosts the lord of angels that's what that means if i will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour you out a blessing that there shall not even be room enough for you to receive it i will rebuke the devourer for your sake and he will not destroy the fruits of your ground Neither shall your vine drop its fruit before the time in the field, says the Lord of hosts, meaning there will be no waste. You know how it says 
nor will your fruit drop before it's time for harvest. Meaning God won't allow anything in your life to be wasted. Everything will be preserved. Verse 12, and all the nations shall call you happy and blessed for you shall be a land of delight, says the Lord of hosts. The Bible teaches that when you bring tithes and offerings, when you bring your finances and connect them to what God is doing on the earth, God's supernatural blessing comes upon you in every area of your life. He opens the windows of heaven for you and he pours out such a blessing on you. You don't even have enough room to store it all. <laughs> there was a time where I gave, I emptied my bank account. I had $600 in my bank account. I spent 500 or I gave 540 of it to a minister. And I stood on God's word. I believed what the Bible said about being generous and about giving tithes and giving offerings. And I had almost no more money in my bank account, $60 left. And three days later, someone came up and shook my hand and gave me $12,000. And they've, they've given me over $25,000 now since that time. That one $540 seed turned into $25,000. Because God multiplies your seed sown. God takes the seed that you put into his kingdom and he multiplies. Multiplies your seed sown. Somebody type in the comments, God multiplies my seed. So when you bring tithes and offerings, which are your finances to the kingdom of God and what God is doing on the earth, the blessing of God stays with you. And he says, and I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. Meaning you will never go backwards another day in your life. I prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ. Today is the lowest you will ever be in Jesus name. You will give more. You will receive more. More doors will open for you. You will never lack another day of your life in Jesus name. You move up from here starting now. And 2023 will be your most prosperous year yet in the name of Jesus Christ. If you receive it, somebody type, I receive it. So I'm teaching you this because most of the struggles that come in people's lives are financial struggles. If you're always thinking about having to pay your bills, if you're always thinking about having to get your groceries, if you're always thinking about how you're going to feed your kids, if you're always thinking about how you're going to get rent, if you have to live paycheck to paycheck, week to week, month to month, it zaps the joy out of life. But Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life abundantly. Abundant life is having God's blessing on your house, on your family, on your health, on your finances, that you're never devoured and the windows of heaven are open over you so that you never lack your self-sufficient, abundant blessings come upon you and your cup overflows. Jesus came to give you life and life abundantly. And that's what you'll receive today. I'm going to pray for you that you begin to operate in the gifts of God's supernatural Holy Spirit. And I'm going to pray for God to give you major breakthroughs in your finances. Amber asked if I can elaborate on what offerings are. I'll elaborate real quickly and then I'm going to pray for you. The tithe, the word tithe means 10% of your income. God is a God of covenant. That's why marriage, God established marriage. It's a blood covenant. When you consummate your marriage, there's blood and it creates a covenant, a lifelong covenant. 
God likes covenant in every area of our lives. So our tithe is our financial covenant with God. When we give God 10% of our income, we show God that we're bringing our finances into covenant with him. And when you come into covenant with God, God comes into covenant with you. It's like a contract. God never breaks his covenant. So 10%, and it's the first 10%, it's the best 10%, belongs to God, the tithe. And then he says tithes and offerings. So a lot of people think they're generous just because they tithe. Theo said, before tax or after? Before tax. Jesus said, render unto Caesars what is Caesars. Render unto God what is God's. The tithe is 10%. Offerings is anything over 10%. So the tithe opens the windows of heaven for you. The offering commands the blessing. The offering is where the increase comes. The tithe is you coming into covenant with God. The offering is where the increase comes. So I was already tithing when I gave that $540 to that minister. And then God multiplied that $540 back to me in the form of $25,000. And I've seen, I mean, that's only one, that's only one financial miracle I've seen in my life. Those things happen to me every single day. And if you want to learn more about what the Bible says about finances, go watch my Wednesday teachings. I have an entire playlist on this YouTube channel about finances and what the Bible says about never being broke another day in your life. Only two and a half years ago, I remember having negative $233 in my bank account. Now I have much more than that. And I'll never be broke another day in my life. And it's all because I did what's in the Bible. I obeyed God, I obeyed his word, and God brought me out, and God has blessed me tremendously. And what he did for me, he's going to do for you. I want to pray for you. And before I pray for you, I want to give you an opportunity to give today. I want to give you an opportunity to act on your faith. To connect your finances to the kingdom of God today. We're currently feeding 1,500 kids each and every single month in other nations. I always like to show this. It's a handwritten letter from the kids in a third world nation called Chad through an organization called Feed the Hungry. If you're interested, you can look them up. They're a great ministry. They preach the gospel to everyone that they feed. And we've, we are currently providing 1,500 meals every single month. By the end of next year, I want to double that. We started at 30 meals every month. And now we've, and that was two years ago. Now we're up to 1,500 meals. Next year, I want to at least double that. Praise the Lord. And you can help me. So as you give, your finances are going toward this ministry and our purpose here of reaching 200 million people in Generation Z for the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to see 200 people, 200 million people make the decision to make Jesus their Lord and Savior and then I want to disciple them through social media, just like we're doing right now. Just like we're doing right now. And you can help me with that. We're currently reaching hundreds of millions of people each and every single year through TikTok, through YouTube, through Instagram, through all these different platforms. 
We have about a dozen other ministries that we partner with on a regular basis every single month financially. They're also preaching the gospel all over the world. So I want to encourage you, connect your finances to what God is doing here at this ministry, at Revival Way Ministries. We're updating our studio right now. As you can see, we got a new screen behind us. We're updating the studio to make it top-notch. To make it top-notch. State-of-the-art studio. We're putting $30,000 or just about $30,000 into the studio. So I believe God is going to speak to 30 different people to sow a seed of $1,000 or more to join me in this vision of upgrading the studio and moving to the next level to preach the gospel more and more and reach more people. I also believe God is going to send us a thousand monthly partners on my website, revivalway.com. You can go there now if you feel led to become a monthly partner with us. You can pray and ask the Holy Ghost what he would have you give today. Give as you are directed by the Spirit. Some people can give $500. Some people can give $1,000. Some people can give $5,000. I believe someone's going to send us $10,000 and even $15,000. Jesus said, where a man's money is, there his heart is also. So I believe as you have a heart to reach this generation with the gospel, you can connect your finances to this ministry and continue to help us. The different ways that you can give are on your screen. Cash app is dollar sign revival way. Venmo is at Revival Way. PayPal is at Revival Way. Thank you, Cassidy. Thank you, John, for your giving. Thank you, everyone that's giving right now. You can also give through my website, RevivalWay.com, and click Partner Financially today. I encourage you, become a monthly partner with us. I'm believing for 1,000 monthly partners at $84 or more a month. That will move us into a seven-figure ministry, which will allow us to give more, reach more, do outdoor crusades. So we thank you. We thank you ahead of time for your giving. You're a major blessing. And God promises in our word, or in his word, as we give, he blesses our finances. That's right. And everybody, as you're giving, do me a great favor and type in the comments, happy birthday, John. Today is John Stafford's birthday. He's been with this ministry for, you're welcome, Cassidy. He's been with this ministry for about two years now, John. He's one of the OGs. Him and Amber and Mercy have been around for a while. They've been faithful. They've stuck with me. He's a moderator on this channel. He's a great friend of this ministry and we love you John happy birthday I believe it'll be your best year yet in Jesus name let me pray for you every person that gives today as I pray for you the breakthrough that you're expecting happens for you starting today In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for your word. Thank you for every person giving under the sound of my voice right now. I join my faith with them. Whatever they're believing for, according to your word, let it be done unto them. Angels and ministering spirits of supernatural increase in favor. 
angels of the harvests, go forth now and cause the word to work in our lives. Bring forth our harvests in Jesus' name. And Satan, take your hands off of every harvest now. Father, we give you all the glory. We thank you now that it is you that gives us the power to generate and produce wealth according to your covenant. We honor you with our finances today, sir. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Right now, I don't even have to pray for people. If you struggle with anxiety or depression, there's been wicked spirits that have attached themselves to you right now. They leave in Jesus' name. I command every spirit of anxiety, of depression, every spirit of heaviness to leave your life now. And it never comes back. You're going to feel right now, it's going to feel like a thousand pounds just lifted off of your shoulders. That's the word of knowledge in operation right now. The Holy Ghost just spoke that to me. I, can, I know right now people are being set free. People are believing for supernatural healing for family members. As you lay your hands on them now and you command their bodies to be healed and you command spirits of infirmity to leave them, they will be healed in Jesus' name. You could take that to the bank. The Lord is faithful. Thank you, Courtney, for your giving. God bless you. We love you. Del Rey, thank you for your giving. On Cash App, we got people giving on Venmo, Cash App, and PayPal. I just want to honor people that are giving today. And thank you for it. We're very blessed by your generosity. Cassidy, Brooke, Courtney, John. And if I missed anybody, I apologize, but we thank you and we love you for your giving. And thank you for your giving. Amber, thank you. And thank you for your giving through, uh, through Super Chat. I love you guys. This is the favorite part of my day. The, my most favorite part of my day is coming on here and preaching the gospel to everybody. Join me tomorrow morning at 1130. And we're going to cover the vocal gifts. Tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. You will like tomorrow. <laughs> Don't miss it. I love you. Adios. Have a great day. Jonathan Shuttlesworth with you in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you feel called into the ministry, we just launched Revival Today Bible Institute. 